This episode of Elevate Your Leadership is brought to you in part by iFly Virginia Beach Indoor Skydiving. At iFly Virginia Beach, we bring people together through the dream of flight. Check out our website and our corporate offerings to include leadership development and team building. Welcome to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast series with U.S. Navy Special Operations veteran, CEO, and hockey fanatic, Bob Pizzini. Bob discusses leadership, success, failure, defining moments, and hard lessons learned with guests who are intentional in their approach to leadership. Leadership is a perishable skill. Use it or lose it. In this series, entrepreneurs, industry executives, academics, public figures, and other highly effective professionals share their formulas for success with you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Elevate Your Leadership with yours truly, Bob Pizzini. Today, I'm going to discuss critical traits of leadership. These are my nine critical traits. These are nine critical traits that you should apply on a daily basis. Critical trait number one, be a student leader. What does that mean? It means you are always willing to learn. I've discovered throughout my career, both military and private sector, that the newest member of the team will bring something that you were unaware of. The newest member of the team can teach you something that you didn't know. Be open, be a student all the time. Student leaders are great leaders. I'm reminded of a story of a 10th degree black belt who went to his dojo wearing a white belt and he told the class, teach me something today. Remarkable story. Critical trait number two, flex and adapt. And I'm not talking about the Marine Corps motto of flex, adapt and overcome. However, the more flexible and adaptable you are, the more resilient you will be and the more resilient your organization will be. What is resiliency? Resiliency is the ability to overcome difficulty. It's the ability to overcome adversity. Flexibility plus adaptability equals resiliency. Simple. Critical trait number three, recognizing leadership opportunities. Often, when a leader knows the answer, the leader will just provide the answer, provide the solution, and move on with the day. But if you take time to let your teammates flush out the answer, even though you know it, take time, question your teammates, ask them for their input. What do they think? How would they like to handle it? How should it be handled? Is it legal? Is it moral? Is it ethical? Recognize those opportunities to allow your people to grow. And what you're doing is developing your next generation of leaders. So, number one, be a student. Number two, flex and adapt. Number three, recognize leadership opportunities. Now, critical trait number four, peak trough recovery. This one requires a little bit of discussion, and I really need you to pay close attention because this is a critical trait. This is a very important factor in your day. Peak trough recovery. In a book titled When by Daniel Pink, the author discusses how 80% of the population is in a peak state early in the day, a trough state midday, and a recovery state after trough in the late afternoon. Let's dive into these real quick. Peak. 
how do we define peak state? The peak state is when we are highly analytical. We can get the tough work done. We can keep distractions at a distance and we can focus. What creates a peak state? 30 to 60 minutes after awakening, your body enters its peak state. At least this is the case for 80% of the population. There's something called the cortisol awakening response. Your body releases cortisol throughout the day. The biggest dose it releases is 30 to 60 minutes after you awaken. This helps you enter the peak state, the highly analytical state, the highly energetic state. This is when you can get the tough work done, as I said earlier. In early to mid-afternoon, we enter the trough state. The trough is when it's tough to get anything done. It's tough to analyze. It's hard to focus. You're easily distracted. It's even tough to stay awake. After the trough state, we go into what's called recovery. Recovery is not the high analytics of the peak state, and it's not the doldrum of the trough. It's this kind of free-thinking, brainstorming, free idea time. A second wind, if you will, at the end of the day. Now, why do I consider the understanding of peak, trough, and recovery a critical trait? What state am I in right now? Am I in my peak? Am I in a trough? Or am I in recovery? What tasks do I want to take on if I know I'm not in a peak state? More importantly, what state are you in? What state is the person in who's sitting across the table from me? And how can I negotiate and how can I have a good discussion with that person if they're not in their peak state? So align your day and your tasks throughout the day and your meetings, especially if you're asking for something, to the other person's peak state. Since gaining this knowledge, I rearranged my schedule. I put the mundane things like going to the dentist for later in the afternoon when my body is naturally going towards a trough. And the high analytic, high energy stuff, I get done first thing in the morning. I used to go to the dentist at eight o'clock in the morning and I would be twiddling my thumbs in the dentist chair saying, get me out of here, I have stuff to do. Now I go to the dentist at two in the afternoon and I say, wake me up when you're done. Knowing your body's peak, your body's trough, and your body's recovery is critical to successful leadership. Okay, critical trait number five, metacognition. Thinking about thinking. The best leaders analyze situations on a regular basis. They think about how they responded or reacted to a situation, and they think about how they may have done it differently. Could they have done it better? Could they have done it differently, but not better? Could they have done it more efficiently? Metacognition really is thinking about thinking. Take time to think every single day. There's an acronym called REST, R-E-S-T, and that stands for read, exercise, sleep, think. Four things good leaders should do every single day. Metacognition, think, thinking about thinking. Next is the five why challenge. This is a great critical trait. The long story is that this was developed by Sakichi Toyota, the Japanese industrialist. He developed this technique in the 1930s and it became popular in the 1970s. The five whys. It's a root cause analysis. It helps you find the source of the issue so you can apply the proper solution. And I'll give you the long story. The Washington Monument had to go through its extensive repair. Why did it have to go through repair? Because the concrete was deteriorating. Why was the concrete deteriorating? 
because very harsh chemicals are used to clean it. Why are harsh chemicals used to clean it? Because the pigeon droppings are all over the place and they require this harsh chemical. Why are there so many pigeon droppings? Because there's a very large pigeon population in and around the Washington Monument. Why is there a large pigeon population? Because pigeons eat spiders and there's a large spider population. Why is there a large spider population? Because spiders eat gnats and there's a large gnat population. Why is there a large gnat population? Because when the lights around the monument are turned on at dawn and dusk, it attracts every gnat on the planet to the Washington Monument. So by adjusting the timing on the lights that surround the monument, hopefully this expensive repair will not occur again. The 5Y challenge. This is great. Use it for any issue somebody brings you. You know, good leaders are very inquisitive and we ask more questions than giving answers. So use the 5Y challenge. It's been my experience that usually by the second or third Y, you've got to the root cause. Okay, that was our sixth critical trait. The seventh critical trait, the servant. Be a servant leader. Now, some people consider this to be a leadership style, and I don't take issue with that. But I think that being a servant to those you lead is omnipresent. It's ever-present. It's something you should do every minute of every day. And I don't mean be a doormat for those that you serve. What I mean is that you enable others. There are six words for me that define servant leadership, and those six words are, what can I do for you? As a servant leader, I'm trying to enable my teammates to accomplish their objectives. What can I do to help you accomplish your objective? I'm not saying I'm going to do your job for you. I'm not saying I'm going to do things that are outside the realm of, of the workplace or outside the realm of reality. But within the professional setting, what can I do for you to help you accomplish your objectives? Servant leadership, the servant. That was number seven. Number eight, leading outside of work. I coach youth hockey. I coach high school hockey. I have learned so much in USA Hockey's coaches education program, so much that it applies way beyond the ice. It applies to my personal life. It applies to my company that I own and the people that I lead. And certainly it applies to how I conduct myself in my community. Coaching ice hockey has been a blessing for me. That's one example of leading outside of work. Church groups, uh, Rotary, other volunteer organizations, I really recommend that you take your leadership skills and donate to these organizations outside of the workplace. You'll find it very rewarding and you will be making a difference in other people's lives. Finally, critical trait number nine, invest in your team. Have a leadership training continuum. Have a professional development or what we call pro-dev. Have a pro-dev continuum. Your teammates will perform better if you invest in their professional development. Your leaders will lead much better if you invest in their leadership development. They will appreciate your investment and your confidence in them and if they're not already giving you everything they have, they will give you everything they have after you've made this investment. I often find through the Elevate Your Leadership experience that I deliver that companies, especially small to medium-sized companies, overlook the importance of leadership development. 
by the time it hits their radar screen, it's because they have a problem. Invest early in leadership development and your team will respond. All right, everybody, that was a quick discussion about nine critical traits of leadership as identified by me. These traits should be on your mind every day. They should be in the conscious mind. They should be tools for you to use when the situation presents itself. If you don't review these tools on a regular basis, they won't be in the conscious mind. They won't be there for you to immediately put into play. The critical traits, nine critical traits, I'm gonna read them all off one more time. The student, be a student leader. Flex and adapt. Recognize leadership opportunities. Peak trough recovery. Metacognition. The five why challenge. Servant leadership. Leading outside of work and invest in your team. Thanks, everybody. If you like this discussion, you're going to love my next two podcasts. I have bossy girl, Crystal Murren, a leadership development trainer who's been doing this for over 20 years, who focuses on women's leadership in particular, aka the bossy girl, as an incredible guest. Following her, Navy SEAL Marty Strong. Marty's written eight or nine books. I just finished his most recent book called Be Nimble. You're going to love my discussion with Marty Strong. All right, folks, see you later. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Your Leadership podcast. To contact Bob directly or to learn more about how Bob can advance you and your organization through leadership training, team building, executive coaching, and public speaking, visit robertpizzini.com. Robert, P-I-Z-Z-I-N-I.com and connect with him on LinkedIn.